0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Prophetic Message. Tonight our guest is Evangelist Elena Nita. Now, Sister Elena has an end-time spiritual warfare and deliverance ministry with a global mission to teach and preach the gospel of the good news of the kingdom to the nations with signs, wonders, and miracles following, and to set at liberty the oppressed while proclaiming Jesus as Lord to the glory of the Father. Now this is Chuck, your host tonight, along with my co-host Deanna, who is simulcasting this program on Witness Project. It's located on mixlr.com/slash-witness-project, and we welcome all of you who are listening on Witness Project. We hope you're touched by tonight's program. You can find Sister Lena's website at www. That's l-a-n-a-n-e-i-t-a. dot com. Now, here is Deanna to introduce our guest, Lena Nita.
2: Well, well, thank you, Chuck, and thank you, Lana, for being with us. Is it Lena or Lana?
3: Um, it is actually Lena.
2: Oh, and I've been pronouncing it wrong. I hope you forgive me. Well, we're delighted to have you here tonight, Lena. Um, Sister Lena preaches the gospel with such a passion. I'm really looking forward to this series that she's doing on real love. This will be the first uh, in this series on real love, and tonight it is the love of the Father. And so I'm really looking. Forward to it many of you may know sister lena she has been a guest on pine ridge warriors um, with both uh, the late brother marcus and the current hosts curtis and haley horse she's a frequent guest on omega man radio and she's been on with emma overton as well and uh, welcome to the show sister we're good. We're glad to have you, and tell us a little bit about what you're going to bring tonight.
3: Good evening. Thank you so much, Sister Diana, and thank you so much, Brother Chuck. And uh, God bless you to all uh, the listeners that are on Prophetic Messages and on uh, Witness Project that's listening tonight. Um, I just got to give God honor and thanks, and I thank him for this opportunity which um, is an, indeed an honor and a privilege to be here on these airways right now, sharing his word, sharing his heart with us tonight. Um, tonight, we will be speaking on a series on real love. And I say this again, real love. And uh, our first of the series is going to be the love of the Father. The love of the Father, meaning, of course, Father God. perfect example of what fatherhood is supposed to be like um, here on earth, which I know many of us, um, including myself, have been fatherless. And uh, Lord was speaking to me, sharing with me his heart as to fatherhood. And I was just pondering, Lord, uh, you're God. We all know him as God, but how many of us really do know him as Father? I think in today's society, knowing him as Father will open up the world, um, the intimacy, and destroy so many barriers for us because So many of us have grown up without a father, without even the love of a father, and so many of us, especially um, young women like myself, that grew up and you know wondered why we didn't see our fathers, why they were not around. And you know, not that we are bashing growing up in a single parent household with a mother, but it is not God's plan. It wasn't His plan. But this is what sin does. It destroys families. It destroys individuals. And God says, Tonight, I want to heal the hearts of my children. I want them to understand me, the Father, you know, because we look at him so often from being God and he seems so far away. But a Father. A father, that you can take all your cares to, one that you can just share with and say, Father, I seek your counsel, that brings him much closer and, you know, takes away from us that that um, fear of God because we grew up in church and God He is so powerful and mighty and, you know, to be so greatly feared, we're shaking in our boots and I think that has done more harm to Christianity than good and he says i was a father i am a father and i will forever be a father so tonight i want us to just draw near and let us share the word of god let us share the love of the father
2: amen hallelujah
3: Thank you, Jesus.
2: Amen. Amen, sister. Well, um, it's all yours, and uh, so just take it away, and uh, please be at ease and uh, in peace. And we're uh, we're just going to go ahead and turn it over to you, sister, because I, I know you to really flow in the spirit, and we're, we're going to step out of the way and let you have it. Okay. Amen, praise
3: God, praise God I greet everyone again in the name of the Father, the Son And His precious Holy Spirit Which dwells with us even now in this program I want to first acknowledge our God We acknowledge His Holy Spirit We acknowledge our Lord Jesus And if you would be so kind as to bow your heads with me As we pray to him tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our Father that is in heaven, we bow down before you tonight, Lord, as we repent of our sins and our trespasses. And we ask you, Lord, that you would just wash us in the blood of your son, Jesus. Wash us from our heads to the bottom of our feet wash even the airways right now, wash the listeners, wash Father God, our cell phone, whatever connection that we are connecting to this program tonight. Mighty God, hallelujah, Jesus. Let the air and the presence, hallelujah, that rest upon this radio, mighty God, upon this program, upon our host, Mighty God, Sister Diana, and Brother Chuck Even upon myself, Lord Jesus Let it be Father An atmosphere, God That is conducive Oh God, that is an expression God Lord, just Of the love Of God The love of the Father The love of the Son And the love of His Holy Spirit God You are sovereign word to you God because you lead and I follow you speak and all I do is I repeat your words so God I give you the reins tonight that you will possess my tongue Lord God my eyes my ears my heart Lord Jesus that you will captivate the hearts of every listener that's listening to this program tonight mighty God in the name of Jesus the Holy Spirit Spirit of God, that you will visit every home, mighty God, Lord Jesus, and you silence. Every voice that is not of you. Silence, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. And just place us, O oh, Father, in your glory cloud. God, to drown out every distraction. Mighty God, Lord Jesus, that the air above us, O oh, Father, will be silenced tonight. God, that we will not hear the chatter of the enemy. Because, God, you are speaking. And when you speak, even the mountains got to shut up. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that even the demons, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in their high place, and even Satan, God Almighty Jesus, will cease and desist because, God, you put a gag order on them tonight. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Lord Jesus, you have the floor. God. You have the floor, and we draw near to you tonight, Father, in the name of the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, mighty God, that your power will rain down, mighty God, that Lord Jesus' hearts will be open to receive. Father, oh God, the blood of Jesus spreading like a sweet flowing river, touching hearts, minds, souls, spirit, our bodies, God. Lord Jesus, you say love covers a multitude of sins. You say perfect love casts out all fear. So fear be gone in the name of Jesus. Lord, whatever sin we have committed this day, yes, Lord, it is washed in the river, in the blood of love tonight. We accept your forgiveness. Father. We accept your forgiveness tonight, Lord Jesus, as we say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Lord, in this radio program tonight, as it's already done in heaven, we thank you for this day. Thank you for our daily bread of manna. Lord Jesus, and that you will guard and keep us, O God, from all evil temptation, O Lord, as we give you thanks in the name of the Father and of the Son and of your, your precious, sweet, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to thank you all for tonight again. Um, I want to give a special thank you to all of my friends, all the pastors and those that are listening now, even now from Uganda. I know it's a bit after four o'clock in the morning, on Sunday morning, so thank you for the sacrifice, uh, especially to my son, Sam Onapito. Thank you, my son, for staying up tonight to listen to your mother and to my son in uh, Dubai. David Anamaleche, I promise I will give you guys a shout out to say thank you for the sacrifice because it's uh, after one o'clock in the morning in Dubai, there are so many of us that are listening even now abroad um, in Nigeria, right now it is uh, you're six hours ahead of us, so um, we We thank God for what you're doing right now after one in the morning there. So thank you for the sacrifice. Those on the West Coast, East Coast, we thank you. Those listening from Canada, we thank you. Wherever you are listening from tonight, we don't take you for granted. We thank you. Thank you for turning into the show tonight. Um, As we mentioned, we're going to speak On the series of real love And tonight it will be about the love of the Father And we're going to allow the Holy Spirit of God to speak to us Um, It is our desire to finish tonight, but God is in control So we will go on, and if needs be, we will join again tomorrow night at 6pm, just as planned Um, Hallelujah Now Many of us have heard the word love, and whenever we hear it or even think about it, there are things that happen to us on the inside. Some of us, we feel warm and fuzzy. Some of us, love just brings out that smile, that wide, all-teeth smile, For some of us, our heart begins to beat that slow, steady rhythm. And then uh, there's a sudden, quick, rapid beat, and we're out of breath. Hmm. Some of us, love causes us to begin to glow, even perspire in nervousness. Some of us, we get weak in the knees. And melt like a snowman in the hot sun. Some of us, we are nonchalant. We act as if we don't care. We erect that wall. That wall that we hide behind. Daring ourselves to feel anything. Trying with all of our might to silence any feelings we may be feeling. Because... We aren't supposed to feel anything Or even admit that we feel anything And still There are some of us Love arrests us We're unable to move Can't breathe Can't speak We're frozen in time I'm sure many of us can identify I can't. (laughs) So, what is love? Why does that four-letter word has the power to stir us up? And I say power, because love has power. Power to heal. Power to set hearts on fire. Power to soothe. And power to even stir the heart to obedience. To understand love, we have to draw close. So come. Come near. Come real close. Put your ear closer. Closer. Don't be afraid. Feel the smooth heat, the warmth of the fire. Come close to the fire of our Lord's Holy Spirit. And let us make ourselves ready to receive, re-love, love of the Father. The dictionary defines love. It says love is an intense feeling of deep affection. Other words for love we see is affection, fondness, tenderness, warmth, intimacy, attachment, endearment. All words that make us feel soft. But Understand love We have to understand the types of love That's out there and There are seven types According to the Greeks The first type is Eros E-R-O-S That's the love of the body And Eros Love Is named after the pagan Greek god of love And sexual desire so we can attach eros to lust, mainly based on sexual attraction. And it's from eros that we get erotica attached to that, porn, pornography. Amen? Then we have filia. That's the love of the mind. Filia is a kind of love that is shared amongst people that are uh share the same values, the same mindset, same thinking, the same disposition, the same feelings that are returned, which is also known as the brotherly love, filial love. So a group of people um just like us Christians, we share the same values, the same mindset. We worship the same God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So amongst ourselves, we will share brotherly love, the kind of love you have for your brother or friend. It's platonic, it meaning there's nothing erotic about it, nothing fleshy about it. You just love for another person another soul. Amen? Then we have the ludus love. That is your playful, flirtatious, teasing love. It's what they call childlike, fun kind of love, but we know that kind of love can get us in trouble, doesn't it? (laughs) Then we have the philautia, The philautia kind of love is the love of self. But fill out here exists in two types. You have the selfish love of self, where it is me, 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 I, I, I seeks my own pleasure, my own fame, my own wealth, which many times leads to narcissism. A all about me at all costs. So it is the arrogant prideful leviathan. And then there's also what we call the healthy kind of love of self, the one that we give ourselves, the one that we need for any relationship, meaning we have to love ourselves before we can even love others. And that's a love that I know many of us are lacking, that self-love who have been so beaten down, so talked about, you know, have such a low self-esteem, low self-worth. So we are lacking in philautia. And then we have number five, that's the pragma. That's the long-standing love. The kind of love that is between a a husband and a wife. Um, That's the... What they consider the everlasting love of a married couple, which develops over a long period of time. We could also say and attach that to the, um, our love and our relationship with God. He's the husband. We are the bride. We are his wife. Amen. And pragma is considered the highest form of love. And why? Because it requires true commitment. It requires understanding, compromise, and tolerance. It is referred to as the standing in love, not falling in love. Falling in love, we know that's eros, lustful erotica. Everybody falls in love every day. But how many of us truly stand in love in a marriage that is much needed? Standing in love and as a church. We need to stand in our love for our God. As the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 6, when we have done all that we can do, we stand. Hallelujah. And our standing in love, that gets bigger and deeper as we get to know our Lord, as we get to know our God, as we get to know the husband man. It grows over time. And we come to understand who he is and even our own selves. And then we have the agape love. It's that God-like love, love of the soul. We look at each other to say, instead of, there's that person. Or that's my auntie, my uncle. We look beyond all of that and we see the soul, a soul that is of importance to our God So even our enemies We look to them with the agape love That selfless kind of love The love that we will continue to do And to help And to love Even our enemies To love those that abuse us Those that persecute us we, That's that agape love Selfless, unconditional love Even when we do for others In that agape love We give Without expecting We give without The Anticipated that I do this for you You're going to do this for me It is so selfless It is also that compassionate love That causes us to sympathize Someone comes And say my father died My mother Someone's in a hospital It is that love that stirred within us I've got to go see I need to pray for them. I will cook and bring food. I will go and sit with them. Oh, I will give somebody money to buy lunch. That's that agape love beyond, going beyond. And that's the love that causes us to connect with people, connect with others as we go through life and our life testimonies. To connect and say "Ah, I understand You're showing the Compassionate heart As the Bible says Jesus had compassion On the multitude And he would not allow them To fall aside on the wayside He said we've got to feed them It's that compassion That Jesus fed the multitude The five loaves and the two fishes Even when the disciples Were like we have nothing that's the agape love. Hallelujah. And then we have the storge, S-T-O-R-G-E, that storge love. That's the parental love, the love of a child, the love that parents feel for their children. It's supposed to flow naturally from mother to child, from father to child. But we know what sin does Sin separates a mother Some mothers don't want to look at their children Fathers are absent They have nothing to do with the children Even though it's The child come from their loins The child comes from the womb But there's that disconnect Of that storge love That is supposed to be natural Effortless for us to give But sin destroys Our own life path causes us to grow cold. That we don't even look or even feel the love for our own children. We, mothers killing their children. Children, oh God. Being abandoned. So many orphans. So many children abandoned in the hospital. Abandoned on the side of the road. Mothers go away. Pursuing life getting their own career, leave the child home with leave the child home with someone and never never remember, never come back. Father says I can't deal with this anymore, walks out on the marriage, walks out on the child, never look back, remarry, have a life and the child grows up let's say fatherless, motherless, not feeling loved. That's Torgay love that is supposed to know forgiveness, acceptance, and sacrifice, one that we are supposed to feel secure, comfortable, safe, trusting of that parental love, that is lacking. Thank God that he is a father to us. Thank God that he, so selfless, giving us his agape love, merging it, and demonstrating to us tonight the story gay love that is lacking, maybe even in our own selves. Maybe we're a mother and we don't have that story gay love for our own, our own children. Our father have been an absent father out of our children's life. And we need to start to feel, to communicate, to mend, to draw near to the child. And for that child to be able to receive that stoggy love. We're going to take our journey tonight. And our journey begins in the past. Our journey takes us back to the beginning. The beginning where God, God, the creation God, that said in the beginning God, his position and title made a shift. And that's where God became God the Father. Amen? So, if you could get your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Genesis. And we're going to read from Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 through 29. Amen. Hallelujah. King James Version. And it reads, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Verse 28, and God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. And over every living thing That moveth upon the earth And verse 29 Our final verse And God said Behold I have given you Every herb bearing seed Which is upon the face of all the earth And every tree In the which is the fruit Of a tree yielding seed To you it shall be For meat Amen Now let us look So Genesis chapter 2 Verses 7 And it reads And the Lord God Formed man of the dust Of the ground And breathed into his nostrils The breath of life Man became A living soul Hallelujah Here we are reading where God himself gave us, his children, his identity. Amen. God breathed his breath into us, made us a living soul. God said, let us make man in our image. So God made us to look like him. For those of us that are parents, our children look like us. We are fathers, mothers, and there's are something that when we stand next to our children, that people will say, ah, got your nose, your eyes, your ears, act like you, talk like you. Yes, God made us to look like him, living, breathing, human being of his likeness. Not Ken and Barbie dolls or a puppet, no. Because he gave us eyes to see, eyes to look upon him, our help. He gave us ears to hear, ears to hear him calling out to us. He also gave us a mouth to speak, where we can say tender, loving, and daring things to him. And we can sing songs of praise. And he also gave us a heart that beats, that sends the blood flowing into our veins and throughout our bodies. Ah, the beating rhythm of the heart that beats in perfect synchronization to our breath as if telling us with each breath and with each each beat of the heart. I am alive. I'm alive. But let us not forget, he also gives us feet. Let go. We walk with him in the cool of the day. We walk and talk with our God. And we have hands, yay, hands that do things. They lift up in worship. They like to give hugs and they like to hold. And hold on to our Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, as we see from verses Genesis 1, 26 to 27, we got our identity. And from Genesis 2, 7, we got the breath, his power, his breath flowing in us. But we also got uh, the authority and power, hallelujah, from him. And I say power and authority because not only did we get this life-giving breath, we also... Receive power over the sea Power over the realm The marine realm We had power over the air The spiritual realm And he gave us power over the land The earth realm And we see that in Genesis 1, Where it says he's given us dominion Over the fish of the sea That's the marine realm Over the fowl of the air That's the spiritual realm And over the cattle, over all the earth, and over the creeping things upon the earth, that's the earth realm. Amen? So next, as a father, as we've seen so far, gave us identity. We have power and authority. So now, what does God do as a father? Perfect example. He blessed us. Genesis 1.28. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, gave us dominion over the work of his hands. In Genesis 2.15, which reads, The Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. God blessed us. Then he gave us work. (laughs) Gave us a legacy. Gave us an inheritance. So the characteristics of a father so far? Identity, power and authority. Two. And then, blessed us, gave us an inheritance and a job. Amen? Next, what does he do? Make provisions. Food to eat. Yes. Genesis one twenty nine. And God says, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which the fruit of the tree yielding seed to you shall be meat. God made provisions, food to eat. Amen. Also, what did he do? He provided us a home, says in Genesis 2, verse 8. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. God gave us a home. He created this paradise, Eden, which means place of delight. Amen? But God didn't just give us this house. It's like you rent or you own a house, uh, a house, because it becomes the house, a little structure, before you move in and make it your home. So God gave us the house, the place Eden, but it didn't stop there. Here is what God did. And to know, let us open again to Genesis 2, and we're going to read from verse 9 to 14. And it says, and out of the ground, made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden, in the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is it, which compassed the whole land of Havillah where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. There is bdellium in the onyx stone. Thirteen. And the name of the second river is Gihon, the same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidikul, that is it, which goeth toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. So here we see God decorating our home. He made trees to grow, which were pleasant. Remember, Eden is a place of delight. It says it's pleasant to the sight, good for food. And he put in there knowledge. Amen? And, 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 and in there was a river, a river that separated into four. And the river, the first one, it says was Pison. Pison also in the Hebrew, Pishon meaning mouth, from the mouth, because that was the first one that opened up. It says from the mouth of that river, hallelujah, there's gold in the land, gold. And then it says the gold of that land is good, amen, in the land of Zillah. But it says also that there was Bdellium and the Onyx. Amen? Hallelujah. So the next river was Gion. Gion means the bubbler bursting forth. Then we have the Edekul, translates into rapid. I'm going to break this down for us in just a minute. Amen? Then the fourth river is called the Euphrates or the river Parat. Euphrates meaning good parat. Parat means being fruitful. So the Euphrates would mean then being of fruitfulness. So here we have God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is that he has a river that flowed out of Eden. A river that flowed out of Eden. And the first one, Pisan, has gold, beryllium, and onyx. Now we understand something here that the home where God built and provided for us was furnished, there was nothing dead in it. It was furnished life, tree of knowledge. Amen The tree of life There were trees that were there for food To produce So in, in all life We had a pantry full of food Amen Plenty of water An acreage of land filled with treasures But understand this Understand the important message in here Is that God was building a firm foundation for this home that he had placed us in, this home that is furnished with the gold, bedellium, and onyx. The bedellium is a kind of pearl, not like the pearls we're accustomed to produce from an oyster, but it's formed from a plant. It's formed from the secretion of a tree, like the tree sap, which congeals into a gum, and this gum is like a transparent pearl. There's an importance to the gold, bedillium, and the onyx stone, which was found in the land of the Pison, in the mouth. The mouth. Pay attention, please. Amen. To get further understanding, let's turn quickly Revelation 21, verses 18 to 21. I'm going to read. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Revelation 8, 21. And we're going to read from verses 18 to 21 right here. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And it says, speaking about the new Jerusalem, it says, And the building of the wall of it was of jasper and of city glass. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. They said the first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth Beryl, the ninth Topaz, the tenth Chrysoprasos, the eleventh Jacinth, the twelfth Amethyst In verse 21 it says and the twelve gates were twelve pearls every several gate was of one pearl and the street of the city was pure gold as it were transparent glass so Eden represented Jerusalem and the gold from the python out of the mouth. <laughs> out of the mouth was gold, beryllium, and onyx. The mouth deposited gold, beryllium, and onyx for the building. Ha! I wondered about the rivers. And I said, God, you're speaking. Mouth, rapid, forth, fullness. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me, and I heard, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. Then he says to me, Out of your belly. We just read from Matthew 4, verse 4, when Jesus was taken into the wilderness and tempted of the devil. And the devil says, Turn these stones into bread because he was hungry from being on his 40 days 40 nights of fasting but he responded to the devil and says it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God and as I mentioned the Lord says to me out of your belly so took me to John 7:38, 38 which says he that believeth on me as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. 39. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. I believe that our Father is speaking to us that when a Father provides a home, there are certain instructions. There are certain messages that the Father is to provide to the children, Jesus, our Father, God the Father, became a father when he created male and female. Amen, then he went about to do the duties of the Father to give them their identity, have his name, Amen, created in his likeness, Amen. Gave us power and authority, be a representative, just like you could go somewhere and say, my father said. They know the father. They say, okay, you're the son. You're the daughter. It's okay. Come on in. As long as you're that father, that's it. Whatever authority, whatever uh, comes along with the father is inherited by us. Then he blessed us, gave us provisions, legacy and in- in job for us to subdue the earth. Multiply, be fruitful, replenish, gave us dominion over all his positions. we owned all that he owned. Amen, then he provided food for us, the trees in the garden, and now we're talking about the actual home. Father is to provide a home amen, and we said in uh, in the home he decorated it with the tree of life, tree of knowledge and uh, trees pleasant to the sight good for food and then he there were four rivers that flowed he said there was a river that ran through the garden but then it extended into four tributaries the four tributaries have a special meaning amen this is what the Lord says to me my brothers and my sisters reading the word of God creates in us a garden of Eden, a garden of Eden from which flows the water of his word and his Holy Spirit, which abides in us to make us fruitful so that we will be be harvested the fruits of the spirit. Fruits of the spirit, according to Galatians 5.22, love, joy, peace, longsuffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness temperance. Amen? And that's why Psalms 1 is important for us. Psalms 1 says in verse 3, it says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season leaf shall not wither and whatsoever he does shall prosper the Lord placed us in the garden of Eden and out of his mouth when we receive his prophetic words, when we eat and consume his word, his written word, we become ha thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. When the water is stirred within us, he says out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. When we receive God on the inside, we become like the Garden of Eden, and rivers start to flow out of us, his son from the mouth of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Then there is the rapid Kosaba, koshiba, Kosa. Hallelujah, Jesus. From the Hidikul. Hallelujah. We start to speak. We start to speak from that river. Let us come to understand what that main river, hallelujah, that flows to the Garden of Eden is. That main river is the river of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. that that, that, that hallelujah. So now rapidly becomes the rapid speech. We begin to Speak in new tongues Then we begin to bubble And to burst forth as the river Gihon Hallelujah Thank you Jesus And then producing fruit of the Euphrates Do you understand My brothers and sisters Hallelujah Do you understand How our father esteems us So well So well that he puts rivers And not just any river These rivers mean so much He says I am building a new Jerusalem In you And I am putting gates around you We know the number 12 Represents the apostolic authority The fullness of God Streets of gold A man Thank you, Jesus, to build the foundations with precious stones. And all these stones in Revelation mean something, but I'm not going to go into the depth of that. We're going to save that for another time. We're going to address, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, that this gold that God is given is the cost of the worth of the word. Of God It is gold Tried to the fire It is gold That will take you through the fire Gold that builds Your faith Gold that doesn't tarnish Man cannot create this gold Gold, true gold Comes out of the earth Nobody knows how It just appears Earth, gold Amen Thank you Jesus. He says, hallelujah. The city itself, he's building a fortified city around us, my brothers and sisters, built up of gold. The foundations garnet, garnished beautifully with precious stones. Gates of pearls. The city itself, the streets of it, of gold. What does gold mean? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Speak, Holy Spirit. Speak, Holy Spirit. He wants me to go here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Gold has become so important, even in our times now. People seeking after gold. They look alike, gold. We call in the counterfeit gold. But there is something about the carrots of gold, the purity of gold. Hmm. They say when you prosper, you have the golden touch. Amen. Gold we know symbolizes the wealth and the monetary gain. Amen? But gold in the Bible means so much more. Amen? The word of God, the psalmist says, is more powerful to him than gold. Yea, even than fine gold. He's referencing the word of God to be of so much worth that he has Equated it above the value of gold Because gold carries such a worth If you trade stocks, you realize that gold Will remain steady over the years And that's why people have invested in gold Gold, when it goes through the fire It becomes much pure Amen? Fire Consumes all the impurities. So that means then. That us my brothers and sisters. The word of God tries us. Takes us through the fire. And builds us up to be like gold. Purify that the streets. Hallelujah. Within us golden. The enemy will not be able to find any fault with us. That we will be blameless. So it is important of the value of gold to understand that the value of us is so worthy that it says as gold tried in the fire. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Gold, we know, endures. Endures Endures, it carries its value And it carries its worth Amen It does gold You may take a gold necklace And burn it down It is still gold Maybe a lump of gold But it's still gold And be even more precious gold More worth than what it was As a necklace Because of the impurities that are burnt down So is the word of God As we go through Life As we go through All the, our situations and problems We started out As uh, Let's just say As um, a necklace And by the end When God gets through with us We are going to be this lump Of pure refined gold Amen Thank you, Jesus. So, here we have God the Father. And he's doing so much for us. He's establishing uh, a home for us and everything. Uh, putting us in, our, in this paradise. Uh, and at this time, let us remember, man wasn't the only beings created. So were angels created. So, the angels are looking down and they're like, why are you doing so much for them? Why do you care about them? Even Satan himself. Why are you loving these humans who are in all reality? their dirt came from dirt, and to dirt we're going to return. In the book of Psalms, chapter 8, it reads from verse 4 to 8, it says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? the son of man, that you would us him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. And thou hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen, yea, and the beast of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas. This is man that God made in the garden. Lower than the angels. And they're like, what is going on here, God? Who are these little human beings? Who are they? That you're even crowning them with glory and honoring them. Satan himself was so upset and mad, we saw him in the garden, that he couldn't wait to get back a garden. and said, okay, they are your apple. Let me see how much of an apple they are. And he tempted us. But he didn't stop there. Satan, he went and he visited Job. We see in the book of Job, chapter 1, from verse 6 to 12, and from Job, chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. Amen? Where Satan came, hallelujah, before God, it says, the sons of themselves before the Lord Yes, Satan was there A lot of people are saying No, yes Just like an unruly son He may go away, curse us out Say, mom, you're not my mother You're not my father And then shows up one day at the family re- reunion Doesn't matter how much We may try to disagree He is our son Amen He is our son, still bears our name Amen so Satan shows up, hallelujah. So we're going to read from Job 1, 6 to 12, and that should that should take us into um, a very quick break, hallelujah. We're going to read from Job 1, 6 to 12, amen. It says, uh, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and is to it evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So Satan putting fatherhood to the test. Job, perfect example of all the attributes bestowed upon him by our Father God, has an identity. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's been provided for. Amen. Hallelujah. Given a house, God blessed him, blessed the work of his hand. He has substance. But Satan, who is this man? Certainly, Satan says, says to the Lord, he's only. Your son, because of what you've given, wealth. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to pause right here, and we're going to take a little bit of a break. Don't go away. Keep your finger right there, Job 1. Amen? And just uh, go get us whatever, tea, water, and just allow the word of God that we've shared to marinate. And we'll see you in just a short bit. Thank you. God bless you.
1: Sister Lena. I'm not sure which song you wanted to play for the break. Was it How He Loves by D. Crowder or How Deep the Father's Love for Us by Selah? Which one would you like to hear? Mr. Lena, are you there?
2: She must not be back yet. Let's check her okay. connection too, okay. Chuck, because she didn't answer you before. Okay, Okay. I'm
1: checking it. Okay, I'm checking it. Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah. God bless you, bless you. Thank you all. Thank you. Hallelujah. Welcome back again to Real Love the love of the Father. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We had just read Job 1, verses 6 to 12, and we saw where one of the angels, the rebellious son of our Father God, Satan himself, challenging God's love for us. And the man he chose was Job, a God-fearing a man whom God gave the identity as his son he says, perfect and upright man, one that feareth gods and hates evil, and then Satan replies to a Lord and says, Not so, he's only fearing you because of what you have given him, because as a father, he had provided for him, he had substance, he had children, he had wealth. Everything was blessed for Job. So the devil says, Well, if you take away all that he has, then I'm sure he is going to curse you. And so the Lord says, Go ahead. Don't touch him. Don't touch him, but you can go ahead. You can test to see the love of the son for the father as the father's love for the son is being tested. So we know that. Satan was able to destroy all that Job had around him. Job lost all his wealth. Job lost friends. Uh, His children were destroyed, fire, everything. He had nothing. And they happened just like that. In the blink of an eye, it was all lost and gone. But Satan didn't stop there. Came back came back in Job 2, after all that pain, all that horror inflicted upon Job. was it enough. Because when the Lord said to him, to Satan, he says, Go, all that he has is in your power. He was given a firm warning. Don't touch him. Remember the scripture? Touch not my anointed. Do my prophet any harm. Satan came back again, thinking for Job to open the door. So here he comes in Job 2. I'm going to read quickly from verses 1 to 7. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. The Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. The Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and is true evil? And still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him, to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, All that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thy hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. The Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore boys from the sole of his foot unto his crown. My brothers and sisters, Hallelujah. Because the Father loves us, many people are not going to be happy about it. The angels are perplexed. Angels who were made higher than us, they're the ones that God sends to minister to us, to bear us up lest we dash our foot against a stone. So in this world... People are not going to be happy that our God in heaven loves us. Our Father in heaven loves us. They're not going to be happy. Satan wasn't happy. He says, I'm going to destroy the wealth. How many of us have lost wealth? Children. Because you know, children are possessions. The Bible says, blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. In the earth today, having a son is having like all the riches. And then they, you know, value the girl, but she's valued many times for not. So having children is a blessing. Bible says blessed is the man with the inheritance of children. It says the, the Lord gives children unto us. It's a blessing to have children come from your loins or from your own womb. Or well, they are spiritual sons and daughters. So expect that because the father loves us, that people and the devil himself is going to try that love for our father. The love for our father will always remain. But what he tries to do is to twist our love for him, to turn it away. So he's going to come and rob us of family. He's going to come and rob us of our jobs. He's going to come and rob us of our identity. And then when he cannot get his way, he says, surely, if I just give you the worst migraine headache, you'll curse God. What if I put cancer on you? You'll curse God. What if I just give you uh, Let's just say Destroy your womb Unable to bear children You're going to curse God and say God you've cursed me So I'm cursing you What about High blood pressure Diabetes What about A heart attack What about Anxiety Can't breathe Suffocating all the time. What about the torment of sleep? What is the price? He says skin for skin. Price the devil keeps and going at us. The angels don't understand why God is connected to us. They could not see the connection. Of him as a father. And the, the devil himself has gone about this earth to destroy. So that we will never see that connection. That we will remain blind. They could only see as many fathers today see themselves. Performing the duty. They saw God doing his duty in creation. Created the earth That's where he put the garden of Eden But none of them Were able to recognize Real love The love of the father But tonight We shall understand Let's see what the apostle Paul says In Ephesians chapter 3 We're going to read from verse 17 to 19 the value of the love of God. It surpasses our own understanding. We can't understand the love of the Father with our carnal mind. And see, the devil works so hard to shut that door that we will never understand, that we will never be rooted and grounded in that love because it will expose the fullness. Remember, the creation of the Garden of Eden within us. That we will ooze with the river. It says, out of our bellies shall flow rivers. The river Pison, Kion, Hedekah, the Euphrates. That we will come to the full maturity where we'll begin to blossom and be fruitful. That our leaves will never wither and dry up. Because the word of God takes on life. We come alive. Hmm. They don't understand. John three sixteen and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. Let us understand something. In the Garden of Eden, before Satan entered the picture, God says, let us create man. God himself was there, and he said, I'm going to put myself, and I'm going to make a form of myself. I'm going to breathe myself into him. And God looked upon Adam as a son He says here Adam you do this You take care of this And God communed with Adam God had a relationship with Adam And the devil thought that when he entered in That that would break God's communication No, no, no My brothers and sisters What the devil did was that He stirred the heart of the love The story love of God The father within And says let me go get my children I'm going to go and reconcile them Back onto myself, the, the the angels were trying to understand the devil is trying to blind us from understanding the true meaning of john three sixteen that God himself made himself, the father sacrificed himself. How many of us parents of sacrifice for our children? God himself, God the Father, sacrifice we said yes, Lord. Mm. Jesus He came and became God the Son Just imagine God Himself Saw our life so worthy So worthy That He would assume flesh And sacrifice that flesh Think about it The father valued our lives more than his own. Ooh, I can just hear that blasphemy, blasphemy. No. The father valued the life of you and I over his own son. Jesus said I was born to die. He knew his commission born to die so that you and I may live god came down here paid the price god the father jesus understand our value the angels don't the devil himself certainly not or his cares about is to destroy that connection that you will never, ever, ever, ever come to understand the love of the Father, ever come to understand the relationship, the importance of the relationship of the Father. That you will forever be stuck in that cycle. You will never come to the full maturity to understand who our papa is, whose name is on our birth certificate. Do you understand that when we go, no matter where we go in the earth, to know that we are the sons and daughters of the most high God, what power that brings with it, brings us to, Are we born with that love? Are we born with the love of the Father? Hmm. Yes? No? What do you think? Okay. Let us go to John chapter 15, verses 9 to 10. And it reads, As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love If ye keep my commandments Ye shall abide in my love Even as I have kept my father's commandments And abide in his love Verse 17 and 18 And that reads Therefore doth my father love me Because I lay down my life That I might take it again No man taketh it from me but i lay it down of myself i have power to lay it down and i have power to take it again this commandment have i received of my father so what does that say let us go back john 3:16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish Jesus is saying to us now, as the Father loved me, so love I you. And as I abide in his love, so will you abide in me. As the Father loved me, there is me in my love to lay down my life because love causes us to be obedient (laughs) the commandment and the word of God to do what God says I'm going to lay down my life because that's what the father requires of it so my brothers and sisters to have the love of the father you need the love of the son he is the gate he says behold I'm the way remember the streets I am the way remember the river that flows Through us That's why he says wait in the upper room Don't go anywhere Don't do anything Just wait I'm going to send you the comforter Who will bring you to the truth I am the way the truth And the life No man comes through The father but through me He says behold I am The door Oh God Hallelujah So we need the love of the father And we're not born with it When we believe on the Son, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, it becomes our inheritance. And so, many of us see Jesus Christ as Lord, but one important thing to understand, that when you think of God as the Father, then that makes Jesus our brother. Yes, yes, the brother, hallelujah, 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 Jesus Christ, our our brother, amen, the love of the father can only be achieved through the love of the brother. The love of the brother comes to us when we believe on Jesus, when we recognize that he came here in the form of God the Son, and that he died for us to be the atonement, the perfect atonement, remember, perfect love for our sins so that we can go back to the beginning in the garden of Eden when it was all perfect and so delightful and the rivers were flowing and we were producing fruit. When you receive Jesus Christ, when we receive Jesus Christ into our hearts, A garden of Eden Is activated And that's why Many people believe That the garden of Eden Didn't exist But it was a state Like a state of mind But we know We won't equate it to mind It was a state of being A state of communion A state of intimacy That can only be achieved When you recognize God the Father Because God God himself in his sovereignty God the creator was revealed to us Let there be there was Moving upon the face of the water But then God the Father With the love Shaped man The Bible says he created him male and female. And yes, we see the firmness of the father. A lot of us can understand that. The father will punish and, you know, speak to us in a firm tone. When daddy speaks, we shut up, even when we may give mommy a hard time. But when dad speaks, we know, "Mm mm-mm. So that's man in the garden. And then he brought woman. Yes, understand, because of the love of the father, we have mothers today. Because of the love of the father, we have mothers today. Because it is the nurturing, caring, soft Nourishing side of God the Father that is embodied and displaced displayed through mother. That even mother, come, just look at the the structure of a man and a woman. The man have breasts, but the woman have a fullness of the breast that to give suck. That is the, the the child can. Comfort and rest on the softness and the tenderness of the mother. That is El Shaddai, the many breasted one in his form on this earth of motherhood to carry, to bring forth. He says, Can a mother forget her suckling child? But no, I will not. It was the Father, hallelujah, Jesus, that heard the cries of his children. Oh God in Egypt and he says I must go I must go see what it's about it is the father tonight that is speaking to us and revealing himself saying look at me I'm not far I want to be near know me as your father let me heal the wounds that have been damaged through fatherlessness, through being an orphan, through being a rejected child, abandoned child, through not caring or feeling your worth, knowing your worth. So many of us today don't even have a father's name on our birth certificate. Some of us, our parents had to go back and add Because many fathers today say You better not dare put my name on that birth certificate That's not my baby I'll not be your baby daddy But it's okay Because tonight There's a baby daddy standing up to answer to all the babies that don't have any daddy and say, I'm willing to accept you all. I'll pay the child support. I'll do what's necessary. I'll take care of your health insurance. He says, sign my name. Write it there. I am the father. Don't worry about not having a name. i give you a name. Don't worry about not having a family here. I receive you into my family. Don't worry, I'll take care of you. You're sick, I can heal you. You have a need. I provide for you. You need shelter. Come on. Look, I take care of the birds of the air. I take care of the lilies in the field. What more would I not do for you? You need someone to stand up for your defense? Come on. I'm the father that was standing in the way and said, You better not touch my child. We see God, the father, visiting Abimelech and say, You better not touch Sarah. That's Abraham's wife. You better not touch my son, John. He belongs to me. Oh, you better not mess with Lena. She is my daughter. That's the father tonight. That we have, will we allow him to sign our birth certificates? That we no longer have to run here and do DNA and blood tests and say, "You, my baby daddy, you the father," not the f- now we don't need to go on Maury or on Jerry Springer. He's proclaiming to the world, "I accept." The blood test says, yes. The blood that poured out on Calvary said, yes. The blood that flowed from the brow, from the pierced nails, my hands, They pierced my feet. They thrust through my side. That blood says yes. That blood washes off all the lies that they have spoken and said, nobody wants you. It says, I'm father to all the rejects and outcasts out there. I'm your daddy. I'm proud to be your daddy. Tonight he's saying, will you accept me? Will you accept me to be the father you never had? Will you allow me to give you the love you never had? Will you allow me to visit you? Play with you. You can come and share anything with me. Lay on my shoulder. Lay on my bosom. I carry you when you need to be carried. I know your needs before you even need it. Will you allow me to protect you? I don't mind defending you. I offer myself to you to be your father in heaven. Will you be my child, my son, my daughter on earth? All you have to do is to believe in my son. That is your birth certificate, being born in the blood. We know when a woman gives birth, blood and water. That baby is born with blood and water. So allow tonight the blood of Jesus to spiritually birth you, myself included, And the water of the truth of his word tonight to wash us, cleanse us from all those lies they said. Our daddy didn't want us. That's a lie. The devil is a liar. He'll forever be a liar. He said, no, I never rejected you. I always wanted you. But you have to accept me. Father, say to us, how many of us are going to open up our arms and our heart to receive Him? You're no longer John, make up a name, or somebody coming in and say, I'll be big brother, you never had a daddy. No, Jesus is our big brother, and because we have Jesus, that means we have Papa. A father that loves us. Sacrifice. Selflessly. He left us. To the death. How many of us can say that? To have someone love us to death. I know we can say the military. But we sign up for that. God himself birthed himself for that. It wasn't us. We had to think about it. No. He burst himself for that. Became flesh. Born of the virgin. Grew up on this earth. Came to understand our, our own afflictions. He went through stuff that we went through. Dying on the cross I say, I know the pain. I know the suffering. I know abandonment.
2: But it's okay.
3: He carries us in his heart. And I'm hearing this song. And I'm going to minister the song that he's speaking on my heart right now. And may the Holy Spirit of God speak to our hearts. I tell you, this is not the end. This is just the beginning because we are going to finish this message tomorrow night at 6. But in the meantime, he wants to do something inside of our hearts to unlock the cage where religion had bound us, the fear of God in us that we enter the church and we're shaking we're shaking, and we're so afraid to go to the church. we're filthy, and we religion caused us to give even the pastor so much eminence beyond what he deserves because of the fear of God. And the devil has so twisted it. He knows it. And so what does he do? Have all these men, they come to save their father, and they manipulate, use and abuse, take advantage there are pawns in the hands of the enemy to destroy, to take away our identity, to destroy our heritage, to destroy our pleasant place, and to cause us to run away from God and to fear Him even more and not look on Him. We go into hiding. We don't want to hear His voice. We don't want Him to speak to us. We don't want to believe. But He says tonight... You are not alone I am here with you Though we're far apart You're always in my heart You are not alone I am here with you Though we're far apart You're
0: always in my heart
3: and not alone. We have the Father looking over us, watching over us, ready to run to our aid, ready to dispatch angels, go see about my son. I can hear his cry. He thinks I've forgotten him. But no. I'll never forget you. You're forever in my heart. Heart. Yes. In his heart. Tightly knitted. Remember why. His DNA. (laughs) His blood. Flows. Through us. In our marrow. Our bloodstream. His breath. That refuses to allow us to die. Breath of life. Because he breathes eternity. He breathes eternity into us. He breathes eternity into us. God, our Father, because he loved us, breathes eternity into you and I, that we shall be with him. And totally see his glory It says he's crowned us with glory And honor Mm. Do you know That when we are baptized It is As the same baptism Of our Lord When the heavens open up Understand, when the heavens open up, it didn't just open up for Jesus. It opened up for us. And the Lord says, behold to all of heaven. <laughs> to all of the earth. Listen, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased, he has accepted (laughs) and said yes to my fatherhood. Listen, all of heaven, the Bible says the angels rejoice. Listen, we're going to have a party. Yes, he said yes to me being daddy, to me being papa. To me being his papi. To me being baba. Yes. He said yes. Yes. That's how much it means. To father God. So when we pray. We will know why we pray. Our Father, what in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day bread, and forgive us our trespasses. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the power and the glory. Understand why that prayer of Jesus, when he was asked how we should pray, he said, pray like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. we recognize recognizing he is our Father. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as you had so ordained and destined. Let it so be done in me that this eden be created. Give us this day our daily bread. That's what the Father is to do. Look at that scripture, that prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. It is the duty of the Father laid out. Blessed is the power and the glory forever and ever. This is real love that no man can give. That no man can work for. But all men can receive. I want you to join with me right now and just pray. It doesn't matter whether you had said your repentance prayer or your walking with God. But if you don't know him tonight as a Father. I want you to pray this prayer with me. And just repeat and say, Our Father in Heaven, I thank you for opening my eyes to see. I thank you for opening my heart to receive. Your love. The love of a Father. You, my Father. Forgive me that I never could see you as my father. Forgive me for fearing you, that you were so far away and always my punisher. But I thank you tonight, that tonight I'm broken from those chains. I am broken from those cords that had kept me bound, that had held me down from receiving the fullness. I accept Jesus as my brother. I believe that he is my bigger brother. And I thank him For love stirring in him. To stir him to obedience. To sacrifice himself. For me. And I want him to know. That I love him. For loving me. For loving you. May we abide. Hallelujah forever in his love as he abides in your love. May we be one forever, one family. No longer am I an orphan. No longer am I a vagabond. No longer am I homeless. No longer am I fatherless, brotherless family-less. But I have a father and I have his love and I have a brother and I have his love and I have family and I belong and I have a name. (laughs) You've given me an inheritance You've crowned me with glory and honor. I thank you today. In the name of
2: my brother.
3: In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I humbly say yes. To you. being my father. So come into my heart. I make room. My father, to share with you and to do all the things that fathers and sons, fathers and daughters do, to be there to instruct, to guide, to lead, to help me to navigate this life, this world, that I will be perfect and upright, eschewing evil and fearing you. No matter the cost. No matter because there's a treasure of gold that awaits the city to be birthed in me. And the fruits to be harvested of love, joy, peace, gentleness goodness, faith, long-suffering, meekness, temperance, that all may know that I'm a child of God. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. May we go to our second song, please. God bless you. Oh, Amen. Tune deep tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. How that would be
0: midnight in
3: That would be 2 a.m. Uganda time. And 1 a.m. On in Dubai. 6 midnight in Germany. Tune in for the rest. Of the story of real love. The love of the Father. Shalom
0: turns as wounds which Mather chosen will bring many sons to glory.
1: That was How Deep the Father's Love for Us by Selah. We thank our sister Lena Nita very much for the powerful message that she brought with us or to us this evening. She will be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific with part two of this message. So we hope that you can tune in and listen either on Prophetic Message Talk radio or Mixler.com. That's M I X L R.com slash witness project. And this will be a continuation of her series on the love of the Father. We encourage you also to visit propheticmessage.org. This is our website. We have lots of teaching audio on there. And this message tonight will be added. On to our website. We're going to start a uh, section just for Lena because of her messages. Her very, uh, very uh, wonderful messages. We really enjoyed yes. tonight.
2: Very passionate message tonight. Thank you so much, Sister Lena. I, I really enjoyed it, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope everybody that is listening that has had any wounded hearts, wounded by their own father. That they receive this message into their heart and receive the love of the Father into their heart. Lena's series that she is doing is called Real Love, and she is going to uh, she is going to just flow with us until she completes what the Lord has put on her heart. So she will be continuing on as Chuck said tomorrow at uh, 3 p.m pacific time 6 p.m. eastern which is slightly different than our normal time slots we wanted to make you aware of that and uh, we just wanted to make sure that we could broadcast broadcast this both on blog talk radio and on witness project you can also tune in by phone at that time only for the prophetic message um, blog talk show and that number is 646 716-5808. And also wanted to give Sister Lena's website. It is Nita.com spelled L-A-N-A-N-E-I-T-A dot com. Well, that's it, folks. Good night, everybody. We will continue our programming over on mixLR.com forward slash witness project if you would like to join us um, for Paracletos with Pablo Medina we broadcast uh, a number of shows Uh, we have an expanded uh, broadcasting schedule on Witness Project and you can join us there we uh, typically broadcast about six different shows on the weekends Saturday and Sunday and also simulcast Augusto Perez during the week on Tuesdays and Thursdays well Thank you again, Lena, and good night to everybody. Shalom.
1: Good night, everybody.